Happy, Pastor Dave, Pastor Emeritus. Anything else? The ancient one. The ancient one. Um, a few, uh, last month, decided he had something to tell us, so we let him. I know. I'm a nice guy. All right. So without further ado, my dad. A little Bible. Okay. There's a Bible right over there. All right. So um, I want to get right into it. A couple weeks ago, thank you. A couple weeks ago, we uh, had our uh, uh, niece come up, and uh, Bailey, and and her little daughter, four-year-old daughter, Tegan. And so we uh, we had they came up, and and they decided, you know, that they were gonna go to church. And so, uh, unbeknownst to me, I didn't realize at the time that little Tegan, four-year-old Tegan, had never been in a church service at all, ever, in, the, in, a, in a church building, never been in a church building. And it's not because they are anti-God or anything like that. They're just, you know, you get busy, you got a career, you got college, you know, you got, you got family, things happen like that. And, uh, and so she, I was curious to see what she would do, little Tegan, uh, you know, when she came into the, into the church and how she would react. And she, she came in, and she looked around and looked at Chris and says, what is this place? What is this place? And, and of course, you know, being a preacher, I, that just sank into my, my heart, and, and, it be, and God began to really uh, rattle that around in me. And, 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 and so that's what I'm going to talk about today. What is this place? Or what is this place? What is this place? And, and she had a good experience her first time in church. She came in. She, she got right into the worship service, was flagging, was drawing, and Miss Don, the most super saint of all the world, uh, had her in uh, children's church, and they learned about Joseph. And then they went out to dinner, lunch afterwards, and she told uh, uh, her mom and Aunt Chris all about Joseph and how wonderful church was. And, uh, and so Bailey now is looking for a church home back in Boone so that they can find, you know, find their place. What is this place, though? What is this place? What does this place mean to you? What does this place mean to you? This, what is this place that, that we call agape? What, what does it mean to you? And, and, and so let's just talk about that for a second. Uh, and, well, second, you know, second in preacher's terms is, and then God only knows how long, but, you know, but we'll, we'll keep it short. But what is this place, what, what is it, what is this place to you? I, I think that's a good question. What, what, is, what, is, it, what is this place to you? What is it? What? Love, okay. Home. Place to grow. Sanctuary, refuge, yes, people who care. All those are great, great answers, right? Anybody else? A place to give. You're, you're, now you're kissing up to Jason in these sermons, <laughs> his, um, his offering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what is this place to you? And so we can either ask that question, what is this place? What is this place? What is this place? And, and, and so 
we're going we're gonna to look at that, and we're going to look at a portion of Scripture here in Acts, and it's kind of a longer portion of Scripture, but it, and it, uh, it, it's interesting. I love this. The, the book of Acts is the book of, you know, the Acts of the Apostles, the Acts of the early church, right? The, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, what was going on in the early church, kind of the history, the dialogue of what was going on as, as, the, as Jesus went back into the heaven and sent the Holy Spirit. And he says, on the day of Pentecost had fully come, this is Acts 2, 1 through 13, they were all in one accord in one place. So they were, what is this place? They were, they were at the place that God, that Jesus told them to tarry in, to, to be in. What were they doing there? Being in that place. They were, they were tearing one accord, one place, and suddenly there was the sound of the, in heaven as a, a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And then there appeared a, 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 on them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat on each one of them. And, and there was, remember, there's 120 people in the upper room, right, tearing, waiting for the promise of the Holy Spirit. And, and, there, and, and, and they began to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there, and there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men, from every nation under the heaven. And when they, the sound occurred, the multitude came together, and they were confused. And because everyone heard them speak in his own language, then all of those who spake, spake were Gal they were saying, these are just Galileans. They're just normal, uh, common people. How, how's this even happening? Because we hear them speak in the languages that, that all these other people were from, the Medes and the the Mesopotamians and the, uh, all these ever different places, Egyptians, Libya, Serene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, whatever could this be? Or we could, we could maybe paraphrase this and say, what is this place? What, that's, what, that's what little Tegan was doing. She was going, she was looking around the building and going, what is this place? But in her heart, she's going, what is, what's going on here? What's happening here? What's going on in the church? What is this place? So we have to ask that question to ourselves. What is this place? What should the church of the Lord Jesus Christ be like? What is this place? It, uh, locally as a local church but what is the bigger picture supposed to look like what is this place what is this place the first thing that this place is is it's a church you know if you were talking to Tegan you'd say what is this place you say this is a church she'd have no idea what you're talking about the demonstration of what was going on in the church and the attitudes and the heart of the people will be telling her what this is really all about and thank God, it was a good experience. House of worship, house of worship. The church, this, what is this place? It's a church. It's a church. To many people, a church is not a bad, is not a good thing. A church is something that they've been hurt at. A church is something where they felt the judgment of the saints. God help us. The church is the ecclesia, the called out ones. We're called out of the, the world that we live in to be the people God's called us to be so we can go back into the world 
and transform the world as we are filled with the, the love of God and the Spirit of God and the grace of God. We're able to do supernatural things through the power of the Holy Spirit because of the church. We're called out from, called into, and back into the world that we live in with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, with the good news that God has called us. The good news is the good news. It's always been good news. Don't let some poor religious person who's not thinking straight in their head and not right in their heart tell you anything else. The good news is Jesus Christ died for our sins because God loved us so much that he sent Jesus to die for us. And now we live in this age of grace where God is working with us to become all that God's called us to be. That's the good news. That's what this place is. Called out ones. Called out of the community. We're a tribe. We're a fellowship. We're not one, but we're many. We're a spiritual family, but we're not just your family. Do you understand what I'm saying? I've, over the years, I've heard just about everything. And I don't want to say I've heard everything because once I say that, then I hear something that just, I go, now I've heard everything. But what many people do is they say, they say, I'm the church. I'm not the church. This is not my church. This is not Jenny's church. It's not Jason's church. It's not just, it's not even your church. It's God's church. And we'll talk about that in a second. Jesus is the head of the church. We're his body. We need to stop thinking about me, 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 me. It's not just me. We need our church. We need our tribe. We need our fellowship. We need our community. We need that. We have to. We're not complete without that. It's not, you, can you serve God all by yourself? Do you need to go to church? Yes, you need to go to church. Can you serve God all by yourself? No. Not if you're going to be scriptural. Not if you're going to listen to Jesus. If you, you cannot be an island into yourself. We need each other. The church is not one thing, one person, one thought. It is a tribe, a community. And we need to be involved with that community. If God has called you to this, commu to this community, get in this community with both feet twisting and get yourself planted dug in deep so that you can be a blessing i so i'm so thankful to people like you know like don i know i mean crying out loud we've all had our opportunities to give up on god and give up on one another haven't we but it's so special so precious to have somebody that's planted themselves in the body of christ and and, and then there's opportunities come along to be of the, a dramatic impact in somebody's life it just boggles my mind and i say thank you lord jesus the what what is this place it's the church it's the general church the bigger picture church but also the local church we're part of the bigger picture church but we're also part of the our tribe what is our tribe what is this place what is this place it's the body of christ that's what this place is. And Jesus is the head of the church. I'm going to say that again. Who's the head of this place? It's Jesus. You know, my grandkids all thought that Doreen 
Doreen Bradshaw was the boss of this church. At one point, all through the, all through the, all the kids growing, growing up, I don't know how many of your kids thought the same thing, but all of my kids, all my grandkids thought that Doreen was really the boss of this church. Speed would say, uh, you know, Poppy, I think, I know you think you're the boss of this church, but Doreen's really the boss of this church. I mean, who gives you the paycheck? Doreen's the boss. And, and it's a funny thing. It's a funny thing because Doreen, you know, pretty much is the boss of this church. But, you know, but the thing is that, that nobody's the boss of this church except for Jesus. Jesus is the head of the church. He's the head. He's the boss. We need to remember that. He's the boss. What is this place? This is the body of Christ, and Jesus is the head of the church or the head of the body. Who's your boss? Jesus is my boss. Let's listen to this scripture in Ephesians, the first chapter, 22 through 23. And he put all things under Jesus' feet, under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fits all in all. Listen to this in Colossians. He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning and the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. We need to stop coming to church and become the church. We need to stop looking at what we what the church listen, we need to stop looking at what the church can do for us and start being the body of Christ, the part of the body that God has called us to be. In other words, stop taking and become a contributor. There's way too many people that go to church. And it's funny because we all had a really good Christian answers when we're saying, what is this place? But sometimes you'll, what you'll hear is, so why do you go to that church? Well, because they have such a good children's department. <clears throat> it's, it, you know, it's not, not necessarily bad, but it's not good either. What is this place? We're not supposed to be going to the church that God, that, 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 you know, of your choice. We should, becoming part of it, becoming part of the tribe means you, you're there, man. You're, you're, you're in. This is where God's placed you. This is where God's planting you. This is where you, go, you need to contribute. You don't go to church. You need to stop going to church and being part of the church, just looking for something that, you, that like I, I like this church because it's got good praise and worship. Or I like this church because there's good preaching. But when the preacher's not preaching, then I go to another church because, and when I feel like I needed some mu good music that I really like, I'm going to go to, and then I'm going to go. No, you need to find out what your tribe is. There's nothing wrong with visiting and worshiping in different functions and different roles, but there needs to be, what is this place to you? It's a big deal that we move into this new, new realm of life that we're in, this culture, the things that are going on in our society today. We need a people who are going to step into their identity and into their unique DNA that God has called them to walk in and be the people that God's called them to be. It's not, gonna, it's not, it's not for sissies. This is a real deal. 
and we need to impact the world that we live in. We have answers, and we need to give those answers. What is this place, the body of Christ? What is this place? What is this place? It's the church. Wherever it may be, the church, wherever it may be, must be a church of love. You know, the story is in church history that the, the Apostle John, you know, he's been, he's been exiled to Patmos. They tried to kill him. They couldn't kill him. Apostle John's the only, only one of the apostles who wasn't martyred for Christ. They tried to martyr him. They boiled him in oil. He didn't die. They exiled him to Patmos to try to make him lose his mind. Didn't happen. So he's now in the church, and they would bring, the story is that they would bring the Apostle John up in front of the people, and, and, and you know, he was, you know, you know really old, and, and uh, man, what, what is this, this guy, the Apostle, dude? You know, like the only apostle that's living, he, you know, he, he talked with Jesus, he ate with Jesus. What, what are we, what's this guy going to say? I mean, my goodness, the wisdom that this guy is going to impart to us, what is he going to say? And they bring him up and put him up in front, and he would say, love one another. That's it. What is this place? This place should preeminently be a place of love. And not just any kind of love, God's love. Unconditional love. Listen to this. It has to be a place of love. If the church isn't a place of love, we've got problems. The world's got problems. What is this place? It needs to be a place of love. The church, universal or generally speaking, needs to be a place of love. Our motivations need to be out of love. Our expression, our demonstration need to be motivated by love. Look at 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, when you get home. The definition of love is there, but read the first verses before that. Without love, we are a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. Without love, you can give your life to be burned at the stake. You can be martyred for the cause of Christ. And if you don't have love, if you're not motivated by love, if your heart's not responding in love, it is worthless. We must individually experience his love. That's what the church should be about. Helping people, you know, learning about God is good. Learning what we believe is good. But we need to also experience his love to the very core of who we are, how we act, and how we react so that we can give that love away. That's what needs to be going on in church. There needs to be... Uh, the people of God, individually experiencing his love, we, we must then show one another how to experience the love of God. Think about that. Think about 
church experience. Think about church life. I don't know of a lot of classes on. <laughs> this is going to be an experiment on how you can receive individually for yourself the love of God. And now we're going to talk about how we can help someone else experience the love of God. I'm going to teach the third class is going to be on how to create an environment of love. <laughs> and, uh, it, it, you know, it's just, it'd be fun. It'd be a, a lab class. We must show, show one another how to give that love away. Now, okay, <clears throat> I'm almost done. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even telling a, a fib here. I'm, I really am. Revelations 2, 1 through 6. This, this to me, is truly <clears throat> an amazing portion of Scripture. I mean, it's kind of one of those mind-boggling Scriptures when you think about it. To the angel of the church or the messenger of the church at Ephesus write these things say he who holds the seven stars in his right hand of Jesus who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands I know your works your labor your patience and that you cannot bear those who are evil that's nothing wrong with that I mean that's a good I mean this this is an exhortation this is a good this is nice to hear something like that about yourself. If you're from this church at Ephesus, that would be a good thing to hear about yourself. Patience that you cannot bear with those who are evil, and you have tested those who say that they're apostles and are not, and have found them to be liars, and you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my namesake and have not become weary. Wow, I mean, these guys at Ephesus, the church, this is cool, man. These guys are on it altogether. Nevertheless, Jesus says, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. That is, what? How can you do all the right things, be doing all those things, laboring for God, doing all the Christian stuff, and you've lost your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works. I wonder what that is. Or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. But this you have that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. <clears throat> what were the first works? Return to your first love and do the first works. They, the, what were the first works? They come from the first love. They come from love. Look, look at this. Love God. That's not what Jesus said. Love God, love your neighbor as yourself. Matthew, the 22nd chapter. Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, this is the first and great commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. <clears throat> On those two commandments hang the law and the prophets. Return to your first love so you can do the first works. They were doing all the works without love. Listen to this. John 13, 34 through 35. 
a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. How? How should we love one another? As I have loved you, Jesus said. That's not, that, <laughs> that's not possible. It is when we, can give, when we can receive his love and give his love away. We can never become a place that has lost its first love. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love <clears throat> for one another. What kind of love? God's love. If we lose God's love, we begin to do things on our own. We begin to do things for the wrong reasons. We become judgmental. We become, uh, we become people who are going through the motions and not changing the world that we live in through the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Sometimes we just need to get back to the basics. Love God. Experience his love. And love one another. We can't really love ourselves unless we've experienced his love. Once we experience his love, we're, we're able to love ourselves and love each other. And the world will know that what we have is real by the love that we demonstrate to one another. So there's my sermon for the day. Or, excuse me, I'm not supposed to say that. That's my talk for the day. Sermon's too archaic of a word. That's my lesson for the day. All right, let's stand. You need to close this up, Miss Jenny. We're going to sing again, okay. Reckless love. We, uh, <laughs> uh, it's interesting to me that uh, the um, I told somebody once, uh, another pastor, an elder pastor. Um, well, all I do is talk about love, and and I'm not, you know, a super good speaker or whatever. <laughs> and she was like, you know what? That's all that matters. That's all that matters is love, and. And that's, you know, just go back to your first love, and love is where it's at, and love conquers all things. And um, it's just a good reminder that um, really we can do all kinds of stuff that we think we're doing for God, but if we're not doing it in love, um, we're, we're missing it. We're missing it. And uh, so you know what? Sometimes we have to work on um, finding out how to love because maybe we haven't had enough love in that we can give it out uh, and uh, plug for Wednesdays uh, we are uh, diving deeper into that on Wednesday nights and uh, we gotta get we gotta receive it to give it so um, anyways let's worship a little uh, we're doing this last song um, on Sundays now uh, without the kiddos so that we can uh, just uh, have a little adult time and a little, a little time that we can worship without maybe getting bumped into. <laughs>
just thank you so much for everybody here today. We just thank you so much that you're chasing us. Like, even if we're running away from you, you're chasing us. And we just thank you, Lord, that at some point we're going to turn around and stop. And just let that love cover us. We just thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for that. We just thank you. I'm just going to charge you, everybody, this week. um, Have a great week. And uh, throw that love around like confetti, sprinkles, ooh, glitter. Glitter, because glitter never, ever goes away. It stays forever. All right, so glitter. Throw that glitter around. Glitter some people this week. Love you guys. Have a great week. Can you measure up to deserve affection?